Welcome back to the Vine Church podcast. Today, we will be continuing our devotional series, The Gospel According to Zechariah. If you haven't already, you can find us on YouTube at the Vine Church Heart, and we'd love to have you join us over there. Morning to you. Hope you're well today. Uh, I'm going to read to you uh, just a few verses from Zechariah chapter 1. And uh, in verse 16, Zechariah says, therefore, this is what the Lord says. I will return to Jerusalem with mercy and there my house will be rebuilt and the measuring line will be stretched out over Jerusalem, declares the Lord Almighty. Proclaim further. This is what the Lord Almighty says. My towns will again overflow with prosperity and the Lord will again comfort Zion and choose Jerusalem. Now, I don't know if you've ever had to wait for something. And, uh, you know, we can wait for summer. And right now it still feels like it's April with April showers rather than the summer. And we can wait for the opportunity to see our relatives again. We can wait for the chance to go to a restaurant for the first time again or whatever. And all of a sudden we wait and then it happens. Or you might be waiting for something more serious, longing for um, a pregnancy to happen in a marriage or or longing for um, a promotion or for a job opportunity or some sort of breakthrough, just waiting, waiting, longing for something with your health. And then all of a sudden, have you ever had that experience where all of a sudden it falls into place? And we find that this is what's happening in the book of Zechariah here. Um, The people are saying, and uh, Zechariah asks the question in verse 12, how long, O Lord, will you withhold mercy from us? How long is the cry? They've been waiting for 70 years. And Zechariah's kind and comforting words to the people are this, you don't have to wait any longer, no longer, because God says in verse 14, I am jealous for my people. And we looked the other day at how that word jealousy has the connotation of becoming red faced. It's like a dye that changes something to to red. And God is so deeply moved with compassion for his people that he becomes red faced for them, if you like. He he has a, a an urge to do something to help them because he cannot leave them any longer. And so he becomes red faced with jealousy for his people, with anger against those who are persecuting his people. Uh, but he says in verse 16, I am returning to Jerusalem with mercy. I am now returning. And The word there really is kind of now is the time for God's blessing. In verse 14, we we, sorry, verse 16, we keep reading four times. The word again is used in these few verses. Again, I will come again. I will return again. I will bless again. I will build again. And the message is that right now God is working for his people and he's going to bless them now. There is a chain of blessing 
that comes down. And I'd like you just to see this this morning, that there is a kind of sequence of events that leads to guaranteed blessing from God. There is a sequence of events that we need to understand. And the first is this, that God's compassion is aroused. And we've already just looked at this, his compassion, his mercy for his people. This is something that had been promised many times in the Bible. For example, just a quick scan in Isaiah 40 and verse one, Isaiah says, comfort, comfort my people, speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her years of hard service have been completed. And in Isaiah 40, 51, it says the Lord will surely comfort Zion and look with compassion on all her ruins. And it says in Isaiah 52 that uh, it says there uh, the Lord returns to Zion and they will see it with their own eyes. Burst into songs of joy together with your ruins of Jerusalem. The Lord has comforted his people and has redeemed Jerusalem. And just one final verse in Jeremiah, Jeremiah chapter 30, it says there that the Lord will restore health and healing to his people and that he will restore the fortunes of Jacob's tents and have compassion on his dwelling. The city will be rebuilt. The palaces will stand on its proper place. There will be rejoicing and God will add to their numbers. And so compassion is where it all begins. The second thing we see is this, that God chooses his people. It's because in eternity he has chosen us that therefore we know that he will express and show his love to us. It comes from a deep uh, choosing of the covenant people of God, and that is the foundation of our confidence. And it tells us here in verse uh, 17, I will again comfort Zion and choose Jerusalem. Now, when it says I will again choose Jerusalem, it's not saying that God sort of chose them and then he stopped choosing them and now he's choosing them again. What it's saying is this, that for a period of time, his election of them was kind of hidden during the time of their chastisement, although actually God's discipline is a sign of his choosing of us. But it felt as if God had forgotten them. They were thinking, where is God? Maybe we haven't been chosen after all. Maybe we've been discarded by God. We see no evidence of his blessing in our lives. And so God's election was kind of hidden from them for a period of time. But now God is suddenly making manifest the fact that he has chosen them and he has not forgotten them and he will not forget his people. He cannot forget his people. Once he's chosen us, he will not give up on us. Great is his faithfulness. And so we read in Ephesians chapter one, verse four, that he chose us in him before the creation of the world. And in love, he predestined us to be adopted as his sons. That's your position. Chosen, predestined to be adopted as his sons. And so the third thing in this chain of blessing is this. We've seen God is compassionate. He has chosen us. 
And because he has chosen us, his presence will be with us. And so if you choose a partner to be uh, your husband or your wife, then because you've chosen them, you will want to be with them. You will want to have your presence with them and have them in your presence. And God has chosen his people and therefore his presence will be with them. In verse 16, it says, I will return to Jerusalem. God personally will be with his people and his presence will be with them. In Ezekiel chapters 10 and 11, it was predicted that the presence of God would be removed from the temple of God. But in Ezekiel 43, it tells us that God's glory entered the temple and fills the temple again. And because of his presence, their blessing again would be guaranteed. You know, when God is present with us, there is blessing. When uh, the ark was taken to Jerusalem, but it's, it went off to the house of Obed-Edom for a period of three months, it says that whilst the ark of God's presence was with his house, God blessed his house and blessed all who were in his house. When God's presence is with us, there is blessing guaranteed. And so the final point, the third, the fourth point is this, that because his presence is with us, there will be a rebuilding and there will be a blessing from God. And so he says in verse 16, my house will be rebuilt. The measuring line will be measured over Jerusalem and it will be expanded. It'll be bigger and there'll be expansion. And this is going to take four years for the temple to re be rebuilt. And it's going to take 80 years for the city to be rebuilt. But the work has now started because God's presence is with them. And therefore, there is blessing amongst them. You know, because God has chosen us, God has and, and is with us, we can expect his favor to be upon us more than we could ask or imagine the favour and the grace of God towards you today. As it tells us with Joseph that where he was there in prison, wherever he put his hand to, God blessed him. When we know God's favour presence with us, we can be confident in your workplace today. You know, God can give you breakthrough. God can give you success. God can give you help. He can give you wisdom in your family. He can give you all that you need to know his blessing in your home life. He can provide for you everything that you need in your situation. He can give you what you need because he has chosen you and his presence is with you. Doesn't mean there won't be difficult times, but we can be confident of his blessings. It says that the towns will overflow with the blessing and, the, and with prosperity. And I love the hymn, and I'll finish with this. Great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever will be. Great is thy faithfulness. I love the last verse. Pardon for sin and a peace that endureth thine own dear presence to cheer and to guide strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow blessings all mine with ten thousands besides praise god
God bless you. Amen.